Brendan Foe Adventure Co. is a immaturely mature podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hi, I'm Kimberly and I play Phaleon. A frivolous fact about Phaleon is her favorite flower is a hibiscus and pigeon, here's a bonus, pigeon's favorite flower is a trumpet honeysuckle. Wow. Do you know if like hummingbirds like trumpet honeysuckles or something? I'm going to let you in on a little hint. I looked it up. Oh, <laughs> nice. I was going to say, I I, uh, I grew up with honeysuckles in my backyard as a kid. and I can confirm that hummingbirds do like honeysuckles. Oh, nice. Honeysuckles, you could like pluck them, right? And then suck the tip of them, like the base of it. <laughs> it's getting a naughty fact. And it tastes like honey, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, we used to do that. I've, I've oh, I used that. to. We used to do that with the honeysuckles. Like there was honeysuckles down the street from us. Yeah, I can confirm. We did. We did the same thing when we were kids. Cool. Whew, okay, <laughs> not a complete weirdo. <laughs> I'll go earlier since normally I go last. It's a frivolous fact about Elaspis and Geohold specifically because early on you guys had a choice between how to disrupt the Don's business. And one of the dis- things was to like disrupt his his gambling business, like his you know like where where people would be placing bets and whatnot. And you all talked about like, well, oh, is that illegal? And oh, so we'd be shutting down his illegal. Why aren't the authorities doing that? And there's nothing illegal about gambling. It's just a really good source of income for the Don and other people. So I just thought that was kind of funny. Uh, you guys may have thought that gambling was illegal there, but it is not. That's kind of funny considering four out of five of us are from Utah where gambling is illegal. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No way. <laughs> no, those Mormons, they don't like they don't like you gambling. No, no, no. That's it. Well, about, well like all forms of gambling, what if it's like, I don't know, what's the least severe form of gambling? I don't know. What if the police see you flipping a coin? <laughs> yeah, busted on the spot. They'll probably just shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are, they are American police after all. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, no. At the, at the, like, the fun fair, do you have, like, arcade machines? Do they count as gambling? No, that counts as playing a game, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah don't but if you them. win, if you could possibly win a toy with it... That's a test know. of skill. Okay. <laughs> um, they, you can do like the same games, like you can do slot machines as long as there's no money involved. Oh, really? What do you put in them then? Pebbles? Yeah, I don't. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah. I'm going to have to look into this further because that is really interesting. Yeah. I wonder what the actual letter of the law is. All right. I'm Matt. I play Good Boy. And if Good Boy wasn't a vault hunter, he would be pursuing his true passion, which is anti-gambling activism. (laughs) (laughs) When you guys went with Drake Wilson to, uh, what was his name? I can't remember it off the top of my head. Anyways, it was a riff off of the Ocean's Eleven bad guy. He had poker night type thing and a skag pit where they would place bets on like skags fighting each other. Not okay. That's like dog Not fighting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's legal there, but at the same time, like legal is doesn't it, mean ethical. Yeah. Is it moral? So is, are, is good boy against all gambling? Yep. All gambling. Even uh, coin tosses. 
<laughs> Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Mercurius. And uh, Mercurius, frivolous fact for today is that he is right-handed. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that is a low stakes one, you know, just (laughs) flying in low. (laughs) Hi, I'm Phil. I play Tarquin Britstone. And if Tarquin wasn't a vault hunter, I think obviously he'd own a bar. Of course he would. Wait, are we all supposed to be doing what would we be doing if we weren't vault hunters? Was that the deal? And I just went right handed. (laughs) (laughs) If I wasn't a vault hunter, then I would still be right handed. Previously on Friend and Foe Adventure Co., a lot of stuff has happened. You've been on a train, you went and you fought a bodyguard, Grizz's bodyguard, who was some big time lawyer from Jarberg, who works for the Salamancas. He has a black book, and you all are trying to get that black book to earn 2,000 gold. But the problem is that there are plenty of vault hunters on this train that are also after the black book. So smoke filled the room. Grizz died, uh, poisoned, well, you know, later an investigation will reveal, and smoke fills the room, somebody comes in, clears his pockets, the body's rolled over, and you all got different clues, like somebody was on the roof, somebody ran the other way, Uh, let's see, Tarquin, Phaleon, good boy, you all went and left while Mercurius stayed to question the bartender. He had some drinks while interrogating the bartender and then left and then uh, was like two cars behind you, two or three cars behind you guys at that point. So you all dealt with Adrian Stormheart, who threatened you with fines because of carrying weapons. Then you keep going, going, questioning people. There's Business Child, star of the show, and you all defeated Bada Bing and Chrono Rex. And then after you defeated them, you know, their bodies disintegrated. Then Skags came. You fought those. The Skags killed Tarquin and Phaleon. Their bodies disintegrated. Later they re they came back in the brew you in the in their room, but Tarquin had a failed badass uh moment. And threw a grenade out a window and it blew up. And now there's a huge hole in your car. Uh, So it's very loud and getting chilly in there. Tarquin has a curse now or a a minor trauma where he has to flirt with people. And Phaleon has a minor trauma where she has a superpower to hear fruit talk. And then Mercurius starts to feel a little bit sick as if he had consumed something uh, that, you know, doesn't quite feel right. Are we all together? Yeah, you're all together. You had just finished doing the hands in the middle. Let's go, team. And then Mercurius started to feel ill. I feel queasy. I don't remember why. If I remember, do we still need to... Were we trying to get into the cab of the train and the dude wouldn't let us in? Is that what we're aiming to do? Good Boy was pretty determined to get into the front of the train, into the engine. I think we're planning on searching the whole train. I love how we're having this discussion while Mercurius is, like, dying on the floor. (laughs) 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 Yeah, hold on. We'll get get to you. (laughs) I think what we were planning on doing was (laughs) searching the train, right? Yeah, you were going to do kind of a pincer. Like, one person take the top floor, one person take the bottom floor, and move throughout the train. But you were sending Phaleon and Mercurius. We're going to go to the caboose, the cargo car, and start there. 
and then you all were going to start at the front and move towards and then meet in the middle. That's a good plan. You don't sound too good. Is everything all right? <laughs> I don't feel too good, but I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it was uh, those things that you drank, which the BM so kindly reminded us of in the episode recap. Hint, hint. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, here, roll me an insight. 19 plus 2, 21. So you can remember everything you've had this day, a greasy breakfast, or it was more like brunch, lunch, uh, you know, the hangover special, and then the uh, only other thing is that you drank while you interrogated, in quotes, the bartender. That son of a bitch. He gave me the same poison that killed Grizz. I mean, I'll probably be fine. It's, you know... If I die, I'll just pop up and then brew you. That's not the right attitude, Mercurius. That's not... Yeah, we're not We're not talking about that. Uh, <laughs> I think I may have been poisoned. Am I next to Mercurius? Yeah, you're all in the same room. You're. I'm just going to take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I don't think it's contagious. Well, actually, it might be. Yeah. All right. Well, are we going to just... Uh, we could roll with the punches. We could do the pincer plan anyway. I can probably not... Uh, die could uh try investigating the whatever it was the car where you were potentially poisoned see if Ooh. there's like an antidote yeah if that if that grob groblin gremlin what was it i'm being very fantasy racist right now I think what last was time it? you kept saying goblin or or uh dwarf but it's a gnome a gnome okay let's go Starts ask the gnome a maybe he poisoned me because i was being racist <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we could probably go talk to him. Can we do that? Do you guys want to do that? Or do we want to do the pincer attack? Yeah, I mean, we should probably not let you die. Oh, you guys probably. are real, real pal. It's a real friend right there. Look at all of that planning <laughs> down the drain. Okay, but you can't just move straight there because you have to move through all the other cars. Oh, yeah, I did. I just. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys... Exit the sleeper car, head to the cafe car, uh, and you can hear some commotion in the next passenger car. Oh. So you continue on. You all enter the passenger car. Whoa, is there a sight to behold? There is, upon entering the passenger car, the first one, you see a hole punched into the right side of the car, like just like that rocky skag, uh, those skags had left in the other car in the first class car and there is one of those big rocky skags in uh, kind of towards the back and it is looking towards you guys but between you and the skag there is hurley and jebediah hurley runs over to the hole she snaps off a piece of metal that was like splintered and then she grabs a broken chair leg and she ties the jagged metal piece to the end of the chair leg and then you see Jebediah yell at the skag, hey skag yeehaw motherfucker and he he runs has his rope out and he's it's this silver rope and he's swinging it left, you know a little lasso type thing it's got the, the loop on there and he jumps over the skag as the skag tries to bite him he lassos around the inside the mouth of the skag as it opens up and then 
jumps over it and so the the rope is tied like around the top of its mouth you know like the upper part of its head and he pulls really hard as he comes down and it opens up the mouth and then hurley comes running up and jabs the spear the little homemade spear she just made right inside the mouth up into the roof of the mouth of the skag and the skag and it drops after flailing about a little bit and goes to the floor dead that was a badass move. Oh, they look back? Oh, yeah. It was. We just earned... He earned four, and I earned two. Oh, so he initiated it. I see. Okay, I got he you. He did, yeah. It was so weird. I went first, but he initiated it. It's nice to have these two badass tokens, though. <laughs> Those are uh, useful. <laughs> <laughs> well, s- see you later. Well, wait. Hang on now. Um, you guys, uh, as an aside, out of character for a moment here... Do we think that they took the black book? They're like prime suspects, right? Pretty much, yeah. They admitted to Phaleon that they were planning on stealing it, so... Yeah. Yeah, they most likely have it. What do we want to do about it? Oh, we need to get it off them, I suppose. If they've got it, we need to find out... Right, the obvious tactic would be, right, we know Hurley wants a bit of Phaleon, right? So we use Phaleon yeah. as a <laughs> bait... I suppose. <laughs> um, I don't know. Phaleon, go work your sexy lady magic and uh, see what info you can get. In universe, I've just told them, now hang on, wait, wait, wait hold on a second. And then we all huddled up and said, all this shit. <laughs> and they're just standing there like, do they do this often? Like, is this their thing? They just like, all the fucking up? time, dude, all the time. I think she's going to be mad at me. Because I said I was going to help, and then I never showed up to help. Technically, we did show up. Yeah, we just explained that we were busy fighting skags elsewhere in the train. They've just killed a skag, so they know about the skag invasion. Yeah. yeah anyway, well, there's a good starting point, a good conversation starter. Uh, what do you guys know about these crazy rocky skags? What's going on here? Did You, you guys didn't do this, right? You didn't invite them, did you? No, no, we didn't. I, we don't know anything. They just started jumping through the car. Oh, sick. This one did. Well, it's, you know, it's entertaining at the very least. Something to do. Sounds like you all fought one. Yeah, well, shit, we had what? Were there two of them? Or three? Three, wasn't it? I think it might have been four. Whoa, you had three and you all survived? That is, that's impressive. Yeah, we uh, we took down at least six. Yep, we all survived. Definitely <laughs> all survived. <laughs> and then out of... Like uh, Jebediah's side pouch, you hear apple, 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 apple. I just like put my hands over my ears. Well, all right, we best be moseying on then. Um, <laughs> wait. Huh? Oh, yeah. What's up? Wait. Am I just supposed to keep her busy? What are you guys gonna do? What's the actual plan? I don't know. Cause like, if we straight up ask them, then they could just lie and be like, "Nah, we didn't get it, dog." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how interrogations work in general. Yeah. But you can always roll an insight check to see if they're lying. You can roll talk checks if you try and, like, convince them, especially if you know they're lying. The thing is, I don't don't necessarily want it to come to a fight. Like, I I, I don't want to fight them. I like these guys. (laughs) How do you guys feel about it? Do Do we just... Do we go for it? And if it comes to blows, we just fight it out? I got low health anyway. I mean, I don't know. Well, let's do... I'll do an insight, because I've got a good bonus on that. Just see if we can see any obvious, you know, like a black book-shaped <laughs> impression in one of their pockets or something. 
Is that a black book in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? I mean, that would be a search check. Oh, yeah, that's true. I can do a search check. All right, okay. Activating my bionic eye for a search of 19. I mean, you see a pouch on Jebediah's side. That's the only place that looks specifically like it could hold a black book, or the most obvious place that would hold the black echo stone. There's, like, pockets. Some bigger pockets on their dust, on Jebediah's duster. Hurley definitely doesn't look like I'm going to saunter over to Jebediah. I'm going to trail a finger along his bicep, and I'm going to say, Hey, stud, is that the black book in your pouch, or are you just happy to see me? Roll talk. (laughs) That's a ten. He swipes his finger away uh, and says, "Uh, Neither? It might be an apple. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, that's uncanny. How'd you know I had an apple in there? I just knew. And he opens his pouch and then grabs the apple out and takes a bite. Apple! Apple! You know, Jebediah, they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Not this doctor. Is Flirty Mercurius the... Or is Flirty Darkwind the best thing to happen? (laughs) It might very well be. He kind of gives like a half smile and he's like, I don't know what you're doing, but we really should be heading... Right, right, Hurley? I suppose, and she looks at Phaleon and gives a little wink. We don't want them to go, right? No, we not. I can't remember the episode where I was supposed to meet them. Yeah, you were supposed to meet them when you, just after they enter the, you enter the tunnel. That was the plan. Okay. You've been in the tunnel now for a while. Okay. So, Hurley, how did the mission go? We were stuck battling these skags, so I wasn't able to help. Oh, uh... Nah, you know, we we didn't find it. No luck. So we were just heading back there to try. Try what? To, you know, to do it. We 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 were heading back too and the skag came out. So we're we're running a little late. Glad you didn't miss out on it though. Okay, I'd like to roll an insight, please. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Four. <laughs> yeah, it seems to check out. Hmm. Everybody else is listening on the conversation. I will allow like a group insight so that not everybody gets to roll insight, but everybody will roll insight and will average it. Okay. Now bring the average down. No, yours won't count as that. Oh, okay. 24. Ooh, I thought my 19 was good. Uh, I, I rolled an 8. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, that still brings it to 17. So the rest of you, Phaleon okay. is so flirty, you know, like, or no, not, she's not. You're not distracted. But uh, you can tell that she's not being honest about some of it. Hmm. Uh, do I still have the uh, the painting that Business Child did for drawing? Yeah, I'm gonna show it to them and say, "Look at look at this that I have." Do you do you have any sort of uh, literature that you'd like to share with us? I just feel like we should you know share any sort of papers. Uh, roll a talk check. I think you are awesome at. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a 10 minus, what, what, like five? Four, I think. So six, yeah. <laughs> they just look at you. Nope. No. Phaleon, I'm guessing you told them about the black book. Yeah, like they were, wasn't it on the well, no, no. We heard from Amir, right? Technically, because we don't want them to know that you shared. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, we get it. You're a team. It's fine. No, no hard feelings. I didn't. I didn't tell them. I don't know what they're talking about. Really, really, it's fine. You know, like he's he's asking about books. It sounds like he might think that it's a literal book that you read. Oh, he just wants something to read. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm trying to start a book club. Huh. Okay. All right. Sure. We, I guess we spilled the beans then. Uh, you know, it's, or it sounds like, you know, Merc- this Mercurius fella, he, he said he knows about it through Amir. So, you know, over at Friend Info Adventure Co., we all know about Friend Info Adventure Co. How did you guys hear about the book? Oh, we have our own arms dealer that gives us missions. Oh, what's, what's your group name? Buddies and baddies. <laughs> <laughs> We're freelance, so somebody in Jarberg hired us to come and steal it from him. Oh, be cool if he had a name. <laughs> well, hey. we wouldn't be very good vault hunters if we just went around saying who was paying us to steal stuff. There. Jebediah, do you want to come back to our sleeper car and I'll show you my freelance? <laughs> uh, nope, nope, I don't. No, thank you. Nope, nope, nope. So if you don't mind, we're just gonna start going this way. It looks like we're all heading the same way. We're all heading towards towards the private car, aren't we? Yeah, I gotta have a word with that uh, gnome bartender. Personally, I mean, I think he poisoned me. Well, then we might as well just all head back there together. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. Is everybody cool with that? We're all buddies? We're all friends here? As long as Jebediah leads the way. Hate to see him go, but love to watch him leave. <laughs> he says, uh, yeah, but Hurley, you stand real close behind me. <laughs> hey, she can play too. <laughs> okay, so they start to move into the second passenger car. You guys are just following, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, you go through the passenger car. As you get closer to the quiet car, oh, Boy, do you hear some noise coming out of the quiet car. That that ain't appropriate. Some people just have no respect for the rules. Wait, aren't we going to get fined if we go in there? We're allowed in. we just got to be quiet, isn't it? <laughs> but were we like, didn't we have a job to do so that we didn't have to pay the fine? Three out of four of you completed that mission. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mercurius here still hasn't finished his. No, no. I was supposed to kill someone, too. Um, it was whoever was on the roof, right? Yeah. But it's no longer on the roof. Yep. Karen doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Noise in the quiet car. Uh, you all rush in there, and lo and behold, there are two skags in there, holes in the walls, and right in front of you, there is Adrian Stormheart, and then in front of her is Jolly Grim who you guys know his name because you heard Bada Bing and Chrono Rex say it. So he's the kind of buff fella that Adrian has. Uh, And his hands are tied behind his back. And then a few squares in front of them is one uh, one skag facing them. Then behind that skag is another skag that's facing the other way. You can't see past that skag. So on the stairs in the back, you see somebody run up the stairs and the back skag starts moving towards the back of the car. Adrian pushes Jolly Grim towards the skag and he says, what the hell, lady? And 
he starts to stumble forward. He falls onto, he rolls onto his back. The skag starts to run towards him and try to bite him. And he just kicks with all his might at the lower jaw of the skag. It pops up on its hind legs and she whips out a shotgun off of her back and starts unloading into the skag's belly. A little bit of rock flies away and then some brown blood and guts come out and then it falls to the ground dead and then he looks at her you could have killed me what the hell well it's dead or alive in the quiet car and it's a favor you're even still alive and then in the back you see the other skag go limp and you can just see rocks flying from off of it but you can't see what's causing the rocks to fly from it did you say we saw a figure run up the stairs yeah you just saw people kind of running up the stairs like passengers, no one of import. Yeah. Yeah, like you would have recognized, maybe in a quick glance, it would have been one of the other passengers that was on the quiet car. Okay. No one of note that we described. I'm going to go up to Adrian Stormheart. Hey, baby, you certainly stormed my heart. Wink. Oh, roll a talk check. That, oh, not 20! <laughs> she full-on blushes and she says, Tarquin, oh, oh my. I'm going to lean in. Face. Maybe later you can storm my pants. <laughs> <laughs> maybe later let's just start with me licking your cheek back. Ooh, maybe if we're not in the quiet carriage, I'll make you scream, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there are people around. We can fix. We can fix that. You're pretty handy with a shotgun. <laughs> I'm not going to kill all these people. I'm supposed to protect them. Tarquin, oh, I love a lady that's dedicated to her work. Jolly Grim chimes in. What the hell is going? And she elbows him in the face. Oh no! Why? I would let you beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Let's start with drinks for. You know what? Wait, wait, wait. After we deal with this, it's. We've never had skags, whatever the hell these things are, storm the train and... I'm going to put my finger on her lips. <laughs> she hushes, yeah, and smiles. Oh, okay. like, she's totally taken with you. Excellent. Okay, I get it. Business first, then pleasure. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Did you guys run into any of these skags? What have we seen? Four of them. We've seen four of them. Mm-hmm. I assume you killed them? Yeah. But I would okay. gladly flight four more for just one date with you. What about this dude's buddies? Oh, they can come. No, no. Uh, you they're were dead. supposed to go and chase them. <laughs> oh, they're dead. They they can still come. I'm not fussy. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll, turn their, we'll turn their corpses into our fiery bed of victorious passion. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then as soon as I verify their corpses are dead, then I'll clear your guys' fine. Cool. Wait. Then you can verify something else I've got for you. Didn't they, like... Disintegrate? Dis- yeah, disintegrate? Yes. Oh. You say, are you saying that out loud to them? No, I'm not <laughs> going to say that. I'm just going to say, group huddle. We huddle. We're huddling. We, we're okay. huddling. Don't be too long, Tarky baby. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, Adrian, <laughs> darling. <laughs> um, I think we have a problem because we're going to have to pay the fine because... These bodies, there's no bodies to show her. Ah, uh, come on, she's not gonna ch- she's not gonna charge me the fine. <laughs> okay, but she might. <laughs> Maybe I can I can get you off. Let me speak to her. 
It's gonna get us off by, you know what? No. By getting her off. Mind. <laughs> oh. Okay, you finished it for me. That's good stuff. <laughs> oh. Tarquin always finishes it. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. This is watching the master at work over here. <laughs> so we're pretty much just relying on Tarquin's flirting to get us off. I guess so. Well, I guess that's the plan. <laughs> we could always just not pay it. <laughs> How much was the fine? 2,000 gold each. 2,000 each. Oof. Okay, yeah, we can't afford that. No. So, uh, I guess it's on you, Tarquin. That's okay, that's fine. But Adrian seems preoccupied with sorting out the current disaster first, so, you know, she's not going to charge us right away, is she? she? I'm pretty sure she even gave you a deadline of until the car, like, until the train ride was over. Nice. Until oh. you reach oh. Dever Falls. That's cool. So yeah, let's just go along with it, and then then I'll sort it out. Okay. Wait, how long does my flirty curse last for? Uh, it's like a 24-hour thing, so... Okay, that's cool. Either until you die again, or until... Unlikely. You sleep. Okay, that's cool. Or we might just do it until, like, the end of the, the current run. No, that's fine. I mean, I'm happy for it to be until I sleep, because tonight, nobody's getting any sleep. so huddle over right and break (laughs) so what's up uh we are going to accompany you to the back end of the train to uh, sort out whatever's going down there help me out a bit okay plus you know the back end is where all the action is uh okay yeah sounds good yeah let's let's get going what about me I'll let you live if you promise to help us with all of this. I'll deputize you all right now, and you can help protect this train. I guess it's better than the alternative. Okay. And she pulls out a knife, cuts his ropes, even cuts him a little bit while she does it. She doesn't do it carefully. She doesn't care. As, as, she ble- as he bleeds, she kind of chuckles to herself. Uh, and she says something like, well, the quiet car's fucked, so no point in worrying about quiet right now. The barrier's been broken. Do you know what else is going to be fucked? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Us, if we don't handle this situation. Oh. Oh. Uh, and you still see the in the back where that other skag was. It's There's still rocks flying. But now there's also, like, blood coming out with the rocks. Like, the brown skag blood. Hey, are, are any of these rock skags dropping loot? I forgot to have people roll for uh, loot after they they beat the skag. So, here we go. Here is all of the loot uh, that they rolled and we'll just read it off. Tarquin got a health potion that'll heal 1d8. He also got an epic shield potion. Mercurius got a health potion that does 1d8 and 10 gold. Good boy got a common Tina potion and an epic Dahlia combat rifle. Phaleon got two grenades and then a uncommon black powder combat rifle which she sold for eight gold uh, and then everybody uh, because of mercurius's thing is uh what was it my mech like stockpile relic. relic yeah your relic you got two grenades per pile so it just filled everybody up on grenades so everybody's at max grenades now okay. yay explosives although these gags you guys didn't kill so you don't get we that loot. we don't get that loot it's not ours yeah, some loot pops out, and then Jolly Grim picks it up with his knees while it was tied behind his back, so, you know, retroactively, and and Adrian grabs some gold and puts it in her pouch. Cool. 
Sorry, sorry for sidetracking there. <laughs> no, yeah, because you guys should have gotten it last time. Welcome to Somewhere in the Middle of the Episode, where we do ads. If you want to support us directly, we just started a coffee or Ko-Fi, and you can donate money, buy us badass tokens, if you will, so that we can do certain things like buy new music, buy artwork, buy new equipment or software. Everything you donate will go back into the show. So you can go to coffee.com slash FFAdventureCo. There's a link in the episode description if you want to support us directly. If you want to try Bunkers and Badasses for yourself, you totally should, and you should let us know how your adventures go. But first, you need the source book. So go to nerdvanagames.com and buy yourself a source book. If you enjoy listening to us, then go check out Bad Assets. Ian Moss, who has played Drake Wilson in our podcast, he is the BM over there, and he BMs for a great group of folks. They have great chemistry, and right now they are playing through the Assault on Dragon Keep, which is in the source book. It's really fun. Such a good group. You can watch it on YouTube and they have the actual battle maps and whatnot, or you can listen wherever you podcast. Bad assets. Well, should we get going towards the private car then? Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's there's eight of you. Start heading back there. Uh, as you approach the other skag, uh, you look around and you see that big hillbilly psycho just punching into the skag repeatedly just with his raw fists he's breaking chunks of skag damn do you just keep walking past him i think we have to before talkwood makes a fisting joke so let's go <laughs> well, wait 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 he, could, <laughs> he can come with he can help wait uh, we don't really need a whole bunch of manpower for this do we can we? I mean, it might be fun. Let's just get a whole posse going. Totally up to you. More people for Tarquin to flirt with. <laughs> yeah, go on then. Say, hey, you want to come? You want to come with us? He looks up at you. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> you see, like his big bottle that you know he was drinking from earlier. He's got that huge moonshine bottle. Is nearly empty, and he says, "I got, I got to go get me some booze from the bar." Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll be back there if you need us. If you want, if you want to tag along later. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Bye bye. He stops punching the skag and starts walking towards the front of the train. Classy guy. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys are going to the private car. The doors off of the hinges. Adrian's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm not allowed to go into the private car, but I got to check the cargo." Make sure there's no skags in there. I'll come with you. Oh, you want to come with me? Yeah. Okay, all right, great. I want to explore every inch of that wagon, if you know what I mean. Caboose. Yeah. <laughs> me, Jolly Grim, and Tarquin will go check out the cargo car, and then you three, or five, go and check out the private car, because that's what it seems like you guys wanted to do. At this point, you enter the private car uh, and then the other three go back and start heading into the cargo car. So we're splitting up Jebediah and Hurley start going in and they start looking at like the walls and like knocking on walls. Uh, But what you see in there is that it is a mess like that beautiful couch that you all love so much it's torn up and the stuffing of the couch is pulled out. There's like some holes in the wall 
on the bar, there's a line of upside down shot glasses and liquor spilled across the whole thing. And you don't see the gnome bartender. You know, the bed is torn up. The toilet is fine. Uh, You're just standing at the entrance. That's that's everything that you can see from where you're standing. You know, toilet's fine. Bed ripped apart. Couches ripped apart. Holes in walls occasionally. There's like a bookshelf with books on it. Some books are thrown off of it. There's paintings. Some of the paintings are taken down. You know, there's a lot going on in this room. Can I search the bar back for uh, either antidote or poison? Anything related to my current predicament? Yeah. Bar back, like where the bartender would be yeah so as you go back there you go around you see the bartender face down laying on the ground aha you get what you deserve mr poison me think you can get away with it i'm tough talking to him i didn't have anything to do with it <laughs> oh shit can i roll him over and search him what is he what's what's his problem yeah go ahead okay. do a search check search check Ooh, nat 20. Oh, nice. Okay. You roll him over and you start patting like the back side of him first to check, you know, what's in his pockets. There's nothing in there. Patting his backside. What am I, Tarquin? <laughs> Getting all handsy with a corpse. And then you roll him over and immediately you can see those same veins, that strain of the veins and the eyes that Grizz had. And so it's the, he died of the same thing that Grizz mm. died of. So he was also poisoned. Yeah. Well, I hope I don't have the same thing they have, because that looks shitty. <laughs> um, can I check the drinks? Not, like, drink them, but, like, check to see if they, like, smell off or something? Yeah, go ahead. Roll search check. Um, 19. Uh, yeah, it does not smell like classic liquor. And if you were to describe it, it smells very alcoholic, but not necessarily like a liquor if that makes sense. There's no polish remover in this. There you go. Actually, legit, as you say that, because you have used, you know, you, you've you said nail polish, you have nail polish and all that. Uh, nicely done. It smells like acetone. Yeah. You smart. It's very good. Good boy. What are you doing? Well, I'm afraid of asking this, but can I search the toilet? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. I find it suspicious that the toilet is somehow okay. <laughs> Get Phelion to listen to f- listen for fruit first, just in case. <laughs> oh yeah, while Kimmy's going up to the bar, she can hear lime, 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 lime. I like start searching for the limes to try and destroy them. <laughs> you find them. I mean, you just follow the sound of their voice. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> duh. What are you gonna do? I'm just gonna take my fists and just like. Squish them. My work here is done. <laughs> okay, uh, roll a search check on the toilet, good boy. Okay, uh, I got a 16 plus one. So 17? 17, yeah. Yeah, you like search the toilet, uh, you search behind it, under it, you're not finding anything. You open up the top part. Oh man, I used to know what that Sister. was. Called. The cistern? Ooh, okay. All right, let's get fancy here. Yeah, you open that up, and you find some iridium cane tapes to the underside of it, of the lid. All right. I am saving that for later. Okay. That's it? That's all I find? That's all you find, yeah. Roll me an insight check. Mm. 
That is a natural one. Okay, cool. Critical fail. Not a nothing, nothing. Okay, let's go to the cargo car. Tarquin, Jolly Grim, and Adrian, uh, you enter, and it is, it's quiet in there. Um, I'll tell you the vibe that, right, is, you know in Titanic when they're in the, in the cargo storage and there's that car and they end up banging on the backseat of the car? That's what I'm aiming for. Is there an old 1900s <laughs> car being stored in there? There is not. Are you sure I can't test my search just to see? I got 21. Are you, yeah. Are you <laughs> With sure a 21, you look around and you can see, yep, no cars in there. God damn. There are crates. Maybe crates enough for two people, you know. Uh. <laughs> you got to draw her like one of your French girls first. Absolutely. I was going to, you know, where, where to, miss? To the stars. <laughs> She sees the back side, and the door is ripped off of its hinges. The door is crumpled and on the floor. What the hell happened here? And she goes up to kind of investigate it. Does she bend over to look at the door? No, she. well, she squats down. <laughs> okay, Do you, have you found anything of note, my love? Uh, there's some water on this door. It seems like maybe, I don't know, like, why is it wet? shouldn't be wet. We drove through a desert. What broke down this door? <laughs> I can think of a reason. <laughs> oh, no. No, I can't. No, I can't. No, no, no. I have no idea why the door might be wet. Uh, roll a talk check. Is it blood? Oh, that's... Uh, so it's a what? No, it's a two. It's a two. Okay. She doesn't... She's like, what do you know? What do I know? I don't know anything. You're lying. I can tell. Why are you lying to me, baby? I would never lie to you. You know what happened to this? You guys were back here. Did you break this door when you came back to steal your weapons back? Okay, out of character. I can't remember. Did we? Yes, you saw... Well, no, you didn't break that door. The siren did. That one siren did. Oh, and that's why it's wet, because she was an ice lady, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, you got... I, I can never lie to you, my dearest... We did come back here, but it wasn't us that broke the door. It was the siren lady with her ice powers, and that's why the door's wet. Okay. All right. Let me, I'm going to roll an insight for her just to, you know. Okay. She believes you. Okay. What what happened to that siren then? Um, She died. The bodyguard in the private car killed her. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I guess that takes care of that problem. I'm going to take her hand and say, look, I'm really glad we made it through our first argument. It's only made us stronger, hasn't it? Hasn't it? You know what? I'm glad, too. Yeah. Can we kiss? Roll a talk check. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't it be an interact check? No, because you're trying to charm. 17. You know what? She doesn't even reply. She just leans in and goes for it. There you go. We smooch. It's you smooch. Right before your lips touch, you know, because, ew, gross. We cut back to the private car. <laughs> I'm telling you what, though, this, this cargo car is feeling more like the private's car, if you know what I mean. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. If this car's a rockin', don't come a knockin'. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back in the private car, Mercurius, do you communicate that the bartender's dead back there? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. The gnome's dead, for what it's worth. And Phaleon, do you communicate that something smells off about the alcohol? Yeah, I shouted that it was it was no polish remover. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Um, do I have to call, like, poison control <laughs> if I drank a bunch of nail polish remover? Uh, what's the procedure there? Anybody know? First things first, I think we need to flush it down the toilet to get rid of it. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad idea. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't... What are we... What are we even trying to do? We were trying to find the gnome. Okay. And he's very dead. Both Hurley and Jebediah are, like, searching and knocking on things, going on the bar and knocking and listening as they knock. I'm probably good. I'm going to be fine. Let's figure... Um, you know, fine. and actually, your stomach has settled a little bit, so you can feel like you drank some... But not a lot. You only had one glass. Some. Yeah, iron gut, man. I can drink. I can drink anything. I'm great at this. <laughs> I guess I'll go around and start knocking on stuff, too. Okay, where are you starting? Whichever one that they are not at. Are they together or are they separate? Yeah, like, let's say Jebediah is over by the couches. He's, like, lifted a painting off and there's nothing behind there. And then he starts, like, sifting through the couches. And then... Hurley is knocking on the under part of the bar, just like knocking on the wood as she walks. Maybe I'll try the wall behind the bar. There's some glasses in there and they're all kind of like strapped in sort of so they don't like jostle too much or fall off during the train ride if things get bumpy. And there's like a mirror. So you go back there. Roll me a search check. That's an 11. Yeah, you like start sifting through the alcohol and you don't like find anything of note necessarily, but you smell something kind of familiar. Smell something familiar? Yeah. Is it nail polish remover? Yeah, as you start to think about that, you're like nail polish remover, acetone. I used to drink this all the time. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. Okay. Is it still my turn? Yeah. I mean, it's whoever's, but I mean, like, yeah, you, that comes to your mind. Like you used to drink this all the time. What a lightweight. (laughs) Can you, okay. uh, I'll give a little nudge here. Can you think of any time, uh, this might be hard because this, you know, we've been doing this train run for a while. Can you think of a time when you drank something that tasted like acetone? Good boy. (gasps) Um... No. The hillbilly. Did that taste like acetone? Yeah, hillbilly psycho. His thing was like straight fire starter stuff. It was bad. Okay. I honestly forgot that I even uh, interacted with him at all. (laughs) In true good boy fashion. Yeah, that was like day one on the train. One of the first things you did was go to the bar. They were interacting and ordering their mox tails. And you were like, oh, I'm not giving into the system. And... He was like, yeah, good on you. Like, don't don't uh, give in to the capitalist system, blah, blah, blah. And he patted his, oh, that's right. his jug and a <laughs> splash of it, like, went all the way across. You tasted it, and you were, I was like, it, it tastes like acetone. Okay. So you, yeah, like, that all connects for you. When you're searching the bar, like, you're smelling that, and you follow your nose to it, let's say, and it's that's what's on the bar right now is that acetone like those shot glasses that are upside down there's like acetone spilled around it or the you know that moonshine oh uh, group huddle group huddle guys <laughs> what's what's up what's okay. going on jebediah and and hurley pop up like wait are we in this group huddle Get, no not you oh, okay the nail polish remover is from the hillbilly psycho does, wait does that mean that he killed grizz and the bartender 
Probably the bartender, at least. Uh, I don't know about Grizz. What is he going to know? Oh, man. What is he going to tell us? Is he even going to be coherent when we question him? What if he's faking? Oh, shit. The plot thickens. Wait, did he give you anything? Did the hillbilly give you a drink? Was he in here? For me? Yeah. We're curious. No, 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 no. Just, just the gnome bartender gave me drink. How did he get in here? Yeah, how did he get in there before in order to give Grizz the poison drink? And why did he come back and kill the bartender? If he's already got the black book, uh... I don't know why he would do that. Maybe he didn't, though. That's why he had to come back. Well, I suppose our next move would be to find him and question him. Where was he going? He was going back to the other bar. Yeah, let's get him. Let's get his ass. We'll stop right there for you guys. As we go back to the cargo cart, you guys exit the cave. And so as you can kind of, well, both of you are sort of inside. But as you look out, we'll just lay this out now since we're doing it. It is so lush out there. Forest. I mean, it is green uh, in the distance. You can see like rain coming down. Uh, you can see rivers flowing. There are just like big beautiful trees big bushes with like those huge leaves that are almost like like uh those ones that you can picture using to fan somebody with so just very like lush beauty flowers big tropical like flowers even occasional like little animals in there uh it's just so full of life out there so you guys have now exited the cave or that yeah the big tunnel and it is nighttime like i you don't you, you lost sense of time while you were in that tunnel uh but it is it's real it's pretty dark out there and then we go back to the cargo car tarquin you finished your smooch jolly grim oh my hell what are you why am i back here with you guys come closer and i'll show you (laughs) (laughs) oh don't be jealous buddy get in here (laughs) no Ah, (laughs) i hate this so much can i go with the others no it's too late for that Come on, bring that ripped torso over here. <laughs> I'm asexual, all right? I, I, I am not attracted to anybody like that. You might be asexual, but come over here and we can all be sexual. <laughs> <laughs> or, if it's more your thing, if you like to watch, you can just keep your eyes peeled and maybe you'll see some sexual. <laughs> oh my god, why are you, your mastery of the English language is unparalleled today, Jesus oh Christ. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this, this is something fierce. <laughs> that was amazing, A, B, and C. <laughs> Sorry, what's actually happening, man? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. We lost track. Adrian says, I just wanted to be the two of us. But no, no, we have we have to take care of what's going on. It looks like, sounds like we cleared all the skags. We're out of the tunnel, so those aren't threats anymore. Uh, it's so weird that they attacked at all. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't know. You said there was a siren. So what is it? What? Why is everybody crazy on this train ride? Is it something to do with the private car? Yeah, don't you know who was in the private car? I mean, it was some bigwig lawyer from Jarberg. So turns out that he had the the black echo stone that was full of all uh, criminal contacts, and everyone's been in this big sort of fuss over who could kill him and steal it, and he's dead, and we don't know who's got it. 
Wow. Uh. Oh my god, was it you? If it was you, I am going to be so betrayed. No, no, it wasn't me. I don't go to the private car. I am, I'm the law here. You know, I, I am in charge of keeping things in order, and things are royally fucked right now. Good, let's never fight again. I agree. Wink! <laughs> and then she punches you in the stomach. Does she actually? Yeah, and she giggles like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you little tinker! <laughs> <laughs> and then she caresses where she punches. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, so oh, should we go back and rejoin the others? There's no more skags, there's no more threat. Have you done this train route many times before? Yeah, oh yeah, plenty of times. So we've just come out of the tunnel. How, roughly how long until we get to Everfalls Station? Should be by morning. Four or five hours, maybe. Okay, so we've still got plenty of train time. Just the thought of having to say goodbye to you fills my heart with dread. Oh, me too. And I have to stay on the train, so, you know, parting will be s- such sorrow. Yeah, we'll just have to make the most of the time we've got left. Yeah. Let's see if we can kill some people. Yes, and that. Let's go. Okay. All right. As you go back to the cargo car, uh, or, yeah, you leave the cargo car, the private car, uh, they are coming out of the private car right as you come back there. Hey, guys, did you find anything useful? We did. Uh, you remember that hillbilly psycho that was in the bar, like, what was that, yesterday? The one that was just punching that skag uh, yeah. in the other carriage? Yeah, punchy boy. Was it yesterday or was it, like, two months ago? I mean, oh, <laughs> man. Time... Time is not real. Uh. I've lost all concept of time since I laid eyes on Adrian Stormheart. That's very... That's very romantic. I know. Every moment spent with her feels like an eternity of bliss. I just roll my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I'm happy for my boy. He's doing good. He's he's getting it. Oh, I guess, you know, Jebediah and Hurley come up to you guys, too, and are like, we thought that... It must have been hidden somewhere, but and, and maybe it was, but I can't find anything in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's gone. I think we're we should separate ways. Maybe you should go check the cargo car. Well, they just checked the cargo car. A lot of us are here together looking for it. I mean, yeah, but like two of them were sucking face the whole time back there, and the other one was just disgusted by it. So how well could they have really searched you don't the cargo know that. <laughs> I don't know that. Tarquin's just standing there with a huge grin on his face. <laughs> right, so hang on. So our only lead is this hillbilly psycho, right? Yeah, as far as I know. Um, yeah. It's the acetone smell, the nail polish remover. So let's let's find him and get some answers. Jebediah and Hurley are like, all right, we're in too. Cool. He's in the cargo car. <laughs> <laughs> no, we saw him moving towards the front of the car. <laughs> Adrian looks at you, Mercurius, and says, oh, yeah, did you ever find the people that were running on the train, on top of the train? Uh, well, we think that they fell off and then exploded. <laughs> I'm going to have to figure out a way to confirm that later. So, uh, yeah. Uh, as a reminder to you, you heard spurs or clinking of spurs. Is Jebediah wearing spurs? I mean, you just look over at him and you can see him wearing spurs. Look at that. That's that's some shit right there. I say to no one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so he was on the roof, too, and I'm supposed to be tracking him down to kill him kill him or bring him in or whatever or bring him in yeah dead or alive okay then i will tell her 
Adri- uh, Adrian? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I will tell Adrian. I have a lead, but I haven't quite sealed the deal yet. I'll get back to you, I promise. Okay. All right. You've got. You've only got four or five hours. I... Oh, don't, oh, don't worry. I'm. I'll, I'll get it done. No. Okay. No problem. All right. All right. See, I'm thinking. We let them come along, and then when it, if it comes down to it, if it's us or them for the black book, then I'll throw him under the bus. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Jebediah and Hurley look at you all, and they're like, "Okay, so we're all after the black book. At least us six are. I don't. She's." security here she has no investment in this that guy is her prisoner i take it you know i understand that so the six of us can split two we we're being offered two thousand gold so jebediah and i are willing to split that with you all but we'll get a little a larger portion you know we'll take a thousand gold so him and i get 500 gold and then you four can split the other gold 250 Eh? does that sound fair Adrian Stormheart's getting the larger portion, if you know what I mean. (laughs) No, she doesn't get any of it. She's just security on the train. Eh? Eh? Does that sound like a deal? (laughs) And then we can give it to our employer and and, and we'll pay you all. If you guys turn it into Amir, you get 500 gold. Each? Each. And then uh, this way you would get 250 gold each. But you would be working with Jebediah and and Hurley. It's not that bad. But then I would end up owing... Train security, 2,000. Yes. Because I didn't turn Jebediah in. Yeah. I told you, I'll sort all that out. I'll, I'll sort all that out. Plus, we can just agree We can just agree to whatever they want and then kill them later, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not listening to us say this right now, are they? No, no. Nah. This is all secret. It was all private, out of character. This is Team Huddle. huddle yeah. They, let, they proposed it to you and then said, we'll give you a second and you guys do your huddle. Our classic huddle. The classic friend and foe adventure co-huddle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it if it works out that we don't have to betray and or kill Hurley and Jebediah, I would prefer that. Yeah, but if we say no to their deal, they're not going to work with us for the remainder of the... until this... to the end. So we might as well all stick together to try and find out what happened and who's got the book and whatever. Right. So I say we, I say we just agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to throw Jebediah under the bus if he's not there with us. Yeah. So you guys are agreeing tentatively. You might betray that later. Yeah. <laughs> Which is I'm going to totally try not fine. to. I don't want to, but at the same time, 2,000 gold is worth more to me than this cowboy I just met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. They come back. So is that amenable? Yeah. Let's shake on it. Okay. They hold out their hands. I'm going to pull Jebediah close. Good grip. Tight handshake. Like it. I bet you're good with your hands. Tarky, stop. Don't worry, sugar. I got plenty of love for everyone. <laughs> Jebediah's not having it. He lets go and like shakes his hand like, ah, oh, what is with this guy? Do you have some sort of trauma or something? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys have done that. You're going to start heading towards the front. Meanwhile, a little bit ahead. Well, that's just a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> there is this siren lady, Eye Patch. You would recognize her if you saw her riding a Saurian head on towards the train, and she she positions herself so that her feet are like on the back of the Saurian, 
and then she jumps in the air as she gets a little bit closer to the train. The Sarian veers off to the left so it doesn't get hit by the train. Then she clenches her fist and she has phase locked herself. So she pulls up in this purplish bubble. Uh, a little bit of ice forms on her as she is in this bubble, suspended in the air. And as the train passes under her, she releases her fist and she drops on top of the engine car. She goes, swings down off of the top of the engine car to the front door. She knocks on the front door. The little slider opens up uh, and he goes, no one's allowed in the engine car. And she says, oh, that's all right. I'll let myself in. And she clenches her fist again and the door crumples up and then she pushes it forward and pushes this orc down onto his back as she goes into the engine car and she says I'm getting this black book one way or another so she's just brewed back to life what's her trauma I hope she's got a really fun trauma thank you so much for listening huge thank you to the cast Mercurius is played by Kyle Phaleon is played by Kimmy Tarquin is played by Phil and Good Boy is played by Matt BM by me Riley I want to do a huge shout out because the ending music there as the siren was jumping on the train that was done by Char 13. You can follow them on all the social medias. Go check out more of their music on YouTube and SoundCloud. I think at Char 13, but the 13 is Roman numerals. The rest of the music is Kyle's music and you can listen to his music on YouTube and SoundCloud at Mecca Mac Music. It is the holidays, which is a rough time for many. So I want to just tell you that you are loved. We love all of our listeners. And even if you stop listening, you're still loved by us. You know, thanks for interacting with us. It, it really means the world to us. But it's not uncommon to feel lonely, to feel sad during this cold weather or during the holidays when a lot of people are partying and you may feel like, oh, I'm not a part of this or, oh, I'm lonely or uh, whatever it is. That is a very valid feeling. You are valid in feeling that, but I just want you to know you can survive it. Uh, do whatever it takes to cope. Uh, a lot of us on the show have experienced depression or have some sort of mental health issues and we're all here. We're all thriving to to make it through together. If you're here in the U.S., there is 988 and that is a great number to call to get some help, some support. And if you're in another country, please find whatever uh, resources you have there. You can follow us and interact with us on the social medias. We're on most of them at FF Adventure Co. We also just started a Discord server, which I'm really excited about. We've got a few people there. It's been really fun interacting with people. We just get to chat about this show or bunkers and badasses or video games or whatever we want to talk about it's just hanging out with us so if you want to join that there's an invite link in the episode description if you're enjoying the show it would help us out if you rated and reviewed it on apple podcasts or spotify we finally got enough ratings on spotify to actually be able to see what our rating is our rating is 4.6 and we are pretty happy with that that shows that a lot of you like it maybe one person rated a one or we can't we don't get to see those details but thank you everyone who has rated it and you know maybe if you haven't go and rate it for us and 
maybe we'll be able to get 4.7 or 4.8. That would be incredible. Either way, just thanks so much for listening. Next episode is going to be on December 20th. And because it's the holidays, our schedules are very, very busy and we don't get as much time to record and I don't get enough time to edit. So December 20th is going to be a flashback episode with Mercurius and a special guest, Skagwater. And they go on a Mercenary Day adventure, which Mercenary Day for Borderlands fans is like the holiday special, right? It's it's like Christmas. It's like Christmas. And I am probably a little bit too proud of this episode because I think it is awesome. So I hope you enjoy that. Everybody have happy holidays, happy Mercenary Day, and I'll catch you badasses later. The Hunter, I'll watch you back if you watch my Flirty Tarquin. This is funny stuff. <laughs> Flirty Tarquin is is Randy Tarquin, <laughs> man. Fire, dude. There is no subtlety to this flirting. No. <laughs> Let's fuck till we come to conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Hard to believe that I'm single, right? I know. <laughs>